Podcast Studios. This is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Happy motherfucking Friday! Whoa. I have to change it up. The whole office heard me too, so this is good. I told it to, I said it to everybody. That'll be an awkward meeting later on, won't it? (laughs) (laughs) Happy Friday, everybody. It is the first weekend of summer, and we are here for a red-hot edition of After 9. Joining us on a Friday, as always, Dave Lazard. Dave, welcome. Thank you. Drafted uh, to the Raptors last night, so I'm very excited. Oh, was that you? You're the seven foot one center from the University of Arizona. <laughs> that is correct. I'm from Pascal Siakam's hometown. Yeah. Wow, good, good. Uh, he looks good, though. I mean, hey, I, I don't know a whole ton about college basketball, but it seems like for a 33rd pick, we got a good one. So yeah, great job, yeah. Masai Ujiri. He's got one of those just different strategies when it comes to drafting in the NBA. And he's been successful, like this guy that they drafted last night, Christian Coloco, uh, first team All Pac-12 in 2022, Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year, Pac-12 Most Improved Player in 2022. Like this guy has a ton of potential, and he's he's young, and and he's going to learn from this Raptors team that that does nothing but hustle. So this is good. This is a good pickup. I think so too. Uh, let's jump right into it because there's something that Cat had this morning on our radio show that I wanted to circle back on because I think we can all bring unique perspectives to this. All of us have worked for the same company. We have all worked, but at different times, we have all worked for companies for long periods of time, and we've been with some companies for short periods of time. So a lot of perspectives here. It's the man, and you may have seen the video, who worked for Burger King 27 years, never missed a shift. Kat, do you want to recap what mm-hmm. what appreciation from the King looks like? So Kevin Ford, he's 54 years old. The video went viral because he shared what he received, and it includes a goodie bag, a bag of stuff like pens, and a keychain and like a little tumbler. And I think there was movie passes in there. There was, yep. It was basically what you'd find in a goodie bag at a kid's birthday party. Uh-huh. Maybe even worse. So that is why it went viral. And after working 27 years for a company, never missing a day and all those other things, a lot of people were fuming about it. Now, I'll give you, an, before we talk about employers and do you need to actually have something? Do they need to do something for their employees? Uh, I will mention. I, w- <laughs> I will mention that somebody started to GoFundMe for this guy, and yep, yeah, and and it gets better and better. So the GoFundMe began with a goal of twenty seven thousand dollars because people were so pissed off at Burger King to not appreciate someone who comes into work every single day. And I'd imagine there's. I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there some turnover at a place like Burger King. And so for someone to be there every single day or, or at least never missed a shift for 27 years is a big accomplishment, I think, especially in a place where the turnover is probably higher than most places. So the GoFundMe was started and it was boosted well over $27,000. More recently, thanks to a large donation to this cause, $5,000 that came from David Spade. That's such a random one. That is so fucking random. It is weird. So that's what they thought. They thought this is weird. Somebody's screwing with us, right? And putting their name as David Spade. Who would pretend to be David Spade? Nobody would. So 54-year-old Kevin Ford, the one one that we're talking about here, went to his DMs. And sure enough, there was a DM from the official David Spade 
that said, I saw your story. I saw the video. I want to help you out. Here's $5,000. Keep, keep it up. We need more hard workers like you in, a, in our country. And, and left it at that, which is crazy. It's at last check well over $30,000, by the way. Wow. Wow, huh. wow, wow. Okay, so this guy is going to get rewarded. He's not going to get rewarded from the company. Yet. Yet. Yeah, I mean, I have a feeling that Burger King is looking at this, seeing an opportunity, right? I mean, they shit the bed. So if they make it right, they can come out with some good publicity and get out relatively unscathed. Either way, in the meantime, people have heard and seen the name Burger King a lot in the last week. So they got some good exposure out of this. They probably owe the guy something. But it comes back to the main question. Does your company owe you something after years of service or after perfect attendance? I mean, a lot of people would argue your paycheck is your thank you. They employed you for 27 years and never missed a pay period. I mean, that's another way to look at it. But... In this day and age, it seems like everybody wants to pile on Burger King because that's all they did. Now, Dave, maybe you see this differently because you're more in the corporate structure than Kat and I are. In fact, they do their best to keep us out of the corporate structure. But Oh, I- it's a dance I have to do daily to keep you out of the corporate structure, yes. <laughs> Thank you for that, by the way. Dave running interference. He's like our blocker. It's great. Um, yeah, I got the bruises to show for you. <laughs> But I, I, I think, though, that because they recently changed the policy. They used to give people a check for years of service, right? Like a little bonus check. And that's a part of the story that might be really important for people to know is because he's been at this company for 27 years, he knows full well what it used to be. And when you hit a certain marker, even the 25-year marker or whatever, you used to get a check. You used to get a check for your years of, appreci- for, of service for, your, for their appreciation. And he got a goodie bag full of junk. Well, you brought up a point that I wanted to ask about. So... You said like a, a landmark, like 25 years. Did they celebrate that? I like don't. Like make a big deal of it? Yeah, that's that's unclear. We just know that it was his 27th year and that he had never missed a shift. And that's when he decided. It's possible he got a goodie bag every single year. And let's say the bigger numbers, like your 25s and maybe upcoming 30. I guarantee you if, yeah. he, if he even stays there till his 30th year, he might just peace out then maybe they would do something bigger. But I, I don't think so. I know the way most companies do it is by the five-year mark, right? It's five-year, 10-year, mm-hmm. 15-year. That's very common. And usually you get a catalog. This is just very common, but you'll get a catalog along with it. Like, hey, you get to pick anything from this section of the catalog. And it starts off like, okay, electric pencil sharpener. Great. Can't use that. You know, like it starts Are you telling off like, me you have no need for sharp pencils? Yeah. Get the fuck I, out of here. <laughs> it's usually like okay stuff, right? And then you I get, always find Kat's pencils to be extremely dull. You should have I taken haven't that hit five years yet. Oh, I'm waiting. True. So yeah. once I hit five years, I'll, you can come sharpen them over here. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? It's, it gets better as it should, by the way. I'm not knocking that. That's how the system usually works. But you think at a certain... I mean, he, the way that he puts it out there, it seems like he doesn't feel valued and, and appreciated. And the world and all of TikTok agreed. And well, GoFundMe. Uh, yeah, see, and that's the thing, right? Social media, they see the they see the one side of it all. Because I don't know if they did anything for him on the 25th anniversary. Let's say they did something for him. Let's say they did something nice and big. How many anniversaries do we celebrate beyond it? You know what I mean? It's like, what's the 26th birthday? When you're married, do you say, oh, the 27th is the ruby year? Like, what? Like what is it? Like, 27th is amazing. But is it one of the landmark ones that traditionally gets celebrated? And at what point do you now celebrate every single year? Um, in the video, I, I didn't see much context to this. He's working in the kitchen, right? He's a cook? 
from what we could tell, he's, yeah, he's back of house from what I can tell. Yeah, in the video, that's the only thing I'm going on. How do you work for the same company for 27 years, never miss a shift, and not get promoted to manager? It's not, it's possible he didn't want management. Being a manager yeah, at a fast food a restaurant has a lot of cons. Yeah. Like, sure, there's pros yeah. and maybe you get a bigger paycheck, but it's, it comes with a lot. Huh. Okay. I'm going to guess that since they used to have a check policy and they just get, ah, hey, thanks for your five years of service. Here's 50 bucks or something like that. I'm going to guess that since they changed it to more appreciation type gifts, or maybe they annexed the policy altogether, that this was probably a last minute thing. I'm going to guess that they didn't tell the CEO of Burger King, hey, in... Uh, Toledo, Ohio, we've got an employee who's worked 27 years and never missed a shift. Do you want to do something for him? Because I have a feeling that if Burger King's senior executives knew that, they probably would have gone all out for the guy and made a big deal of it. It just seems like he got caught in a policy that was changing or a policy that was recently changed, and they just scrambled together to get something last minute to, to say they did something. It's like when you go into work on your birthday and everybody forgot it was your fucking birthday, so they end up getting you like a, a Boston cream donut from Tim Hortons and stick a candle in it. Like, oh, the whole office is here to sing happy birthday. Nobody fucking cared about my birthday. You forgot. You just went to Tim's and bought this donut. God, I remember back in the day getting you a giant cake-sized donut from La Casa Dolce. You probably thought we were last minuters on that one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you get it. I mean, people have got other things going on. Yeah. Today's National Take Your Dog to Work Day. If I'd known about that in advance, I probably would have brought my dog to work today. I, Charlie's a worker. He'd love to get some shit done and see the radio station. Sure. So, I mean, things happen. It's just unfortunate that this went viral and that everybody is shitting on Burger King like they don't value their employees. I was looking at the application process. It doesn't take long of working for Burger King before they're willing to pay like your college tuition if you agree to stay working for the company through college. I mean, this is, is a that company here too in Canada? No, it's only in the states. Yeah, see that's the difference. The tuition's not it's very different in America anyway, but either way, I mean, I don't think that this is a reflection of how they think of their employees. I think this is just basically an administrative mess. Somebody slipped through the cracks. It, it was a changing policy, something. But I think now, like we said at the beginning, they're going to go all out for this guy. They're probably going to like name a burger after him or give him a franchise or something like that because they don't like being cast in this light at I'd be all. I'd be surprised if they don't just give him the Burger King's crown. I'd be like, you're the new Burger King, you're sir. You're the new king? <laughs> <laughs> After 27 years, you become king. Why does everybody want to judge everybody else's situation, by the way? I mean, I watched that video and I thought, oh, that's kind of shitty for 27 years. But I never once had any malice for Burger King or, or felt bad for this guy. I mean, he was employed for 27 years. He got paid every two weeks like clockwork. I, I, you don't expect it. It's just nice when you do happen to get yeah. it. I'll tell you. I can give you the word to describe it. Yeah. Slacktivism. Slacktivism. It's, it's what people do online where they champion a cause without knowing all of the details. They mm -hmm. judge, jury, and executioner of any particular topic. Sometimes it's pop culture stuff. Sometimes it's real stuff. Sometimes it's political. But slacktivism is when people, they don't leave their couch. They don't make a movement of any sorts. And they don't have any recourse into whether things get fixed or not unless it directly affects them. Mm, interesting. Um, just so you know, this guy also did an interview with TMZ after the, all this went viral and right after the GoFundMe, which is actually over 40000 My mistake. It's actually well over $40,000. He says, I'm thankful for anything I get. I'm not that type of person. Believe me, I've been through a lot. It was just stuff they had laying around they put together. I was happy <laughs> for it. But like most big corporations, they have lost touch 
with their workers. But was it the big corporation or was it that franchise that just didn't go above and I mean, beyond? I have nothing to compare it to. I'm not sure how it works at McDonald's, for example, or at, at Wendy's or at a KFC. I mean, there's many num- there's, there's a number of them and I'm not sure how it works at each and every one. But I can guarantee you that seeing this go viral and seeing that the hate that you're right, Burger King is taking for this when they're probably like, whoa, whoa, we didn't even know. Like head office, like you said, probably has no idea until they saw this go viral and said, what, what happened? It was the manager probably in the store that was like, well, put a goodie bag together. Eh, movie passes. Here's a, you know, and, and then they brought him a cake and that was it. By the way, so let's say that oh. that's all they thought of, though. Let's say that that's all they decided. Like, oh, let's get him some movie passes. Let's, uh, you know, give him a couple of extra packs of uh, Chipotle mayo or whatever the hell they serve. Like, let's throw some stuff together for him. And, and that's that's a nice gesture. Let's just suggest that maybe that wasn't a last minute thing. And they just thought, yeah, this would be nice. Let's get him some passes and, and stuff. You know, he loves movies. Who knows? Who knows? Why does Burger King have promotional pens? I've never once been in a Burger King and had them mm. ask me if I want a pen. I didn't know that was yeah. is that a thing. Can we do that now? That's great. Get a BK Instead pen. of sweet and sour sauce, can I get a pen? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a substitution. That's all you have to do. Well, you watch, because I don't think this story is done yet. Yeah. I think they're going to go all out for this guy, and, and he probably deserves it. It's hard to find an employee that's that committed that in 27 years of service, they never missed a shift. By the way, he also added he wants to stay there. He's not knocking them, and he doesn't. he's not quitting. So he wants to hit his 28 year, he said, and it seems like he wants to hit his 30 year before he even considers moving on or doing something different. So, so because it's all competition, is there any, is Wendy's, McDonald's, oh, Jack in the Box, any of them jump up and say, hey, we'll hire you. And oh, we'll yeah. Pay you double. That little redhead and pigtails is going to walk right over to him in yeah. person and be like, come on. Sh- short skirt <laughs> on. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to shimmy over there and be like, hey, what you know about Dave's, we, Dave's special? We got How do you frosties. think of Baconator? We got Frosties. <laughs> <laughs> then Ronnie and McDonald's over like, come on over here. Let's have a chat. Let's have a chat. Come on. Free refills. Let's talk. <laughs> Dollar drink days. Come on. <laughs> we got Fruitopia over here. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, speaking of fast food restaurants, it's off topic, but it's remarkable how difficult it is to get into some of them. Just last night, I was out running some errands, and you mentioned when to get into them. I thought you were like talking about like breaking in. Oh, fuck <laughs> no! No, no, no! So it's like it's really tough to break into Just a Burger King at two a.m. They keep yeah. locking the back door. <laughs> I tried to get down the chimney. That was fucking crazy. <laughs> it's amazing how many plazas you have to go to the light. Turn left, turn left, turn left to get into a location because they only have one access point. It's popping up in more and more places and it's harder and harder to get into. Last night I was out and it was hot, as you know, last night. And I thought, oh, 99 cent Frosties. Cool. I'm going to go to that Wendy's right there. There was one way into that Wendy's and it involved going like a half a kilometer further to the light turning left, turning left at the next light, and then into the plaza to get it, it actually would have been about a half a kilometer, even though I was standing in front or driving right in front of the restaurant. Is there a reason for that, by the way? Because I agree with you. I notice that more and more. There's only one way in and out. Gas stations are another one. You need gas. The gas station's right there, but you've got to drive like a kilometer to get into the plaza <laughs> that the gas station's in. The plunking medians everywhere, too. That's like, the median, thing. Median, median, Is it for safety? I mean, I assume so, but pff, I don't fucking know. Well, if it's to keep traffic moving, that's a lot of people lined up to turn left, you assholes. Yeah. If you could work on that, please, it would be helpful. Uh, we do something on our radio show that we're going to bring to the podcast today. It's called Know the Show. And we're going to see how well Dave knows Cat today. Now, for for this, 
what happens is I pre-asked Kat a whole bunch of different questions and you have to answer or guess how Kat answered. And you guys listening to After 9 right now, feel free to play along at home, at work, at the, in the car, wherever the fuck you are right now. It's fine. You just play along. We'll it, send you pens if you win. Right. We'll send you Burger King pens. <laughs> Seriously, why do they have Burger King pens? Like, they don't even take credit cards that they you would have to sign. They probably weren't even Burger King pens. They were probably just pens they had laying around. Like from a local realtor like, or something that left his bag there? <laughs> regular Bix. <laughs> regular Bix. <laughs> okay, so Dave, See if you can uh, guess how Kat answered these questions, okay? All right. Avalanche or lightning tonight? What did Kat say? Oh, um, hmm. Okay, I'm going to talk out my thought process a little bit. Please do. Kat's a Leafs fan. Yep. And I'm trying to figure out if Kat would like to see the team that knocked her team out of the playoffs end up winning it all or if she's spiteful and says no i want them to lose so that's something i'm considering right now there's also the nazim kadri connection for colorado yep. though former maple that's, leaf yep that was another thing that was i was thinking about um and then i think about how often cat may get to see colorado play because i don't know if she has the center ice package or whatever uh, <laughs> so i don't know that she's catching a lot of late night games out on the west coast in colorado one thing i'm um, semi-certain of is if cat has the center ice package she doesn't know she has the center ice package <laughs> fair enough yeah um i'm also considering the time spent uh i'm assuming you've spent a lot of time in florida yeah um hmm, but i don't know that you've spent time in denver hmm. <clears throat> okay you know what i'm gonna go tampa yeah, you're right. Oh, you know what? We don't have that bell sound ah. effect that we do in the studio. Oh. So you know what I'm going to do? Dave, for every one that you get right, we'll just use this as a sound effect. Yeah. Fuck you, Doug! <laughs> That's the only one you have. It's like that little, you know, the that was easy button. He's just reconfigured it to say, fuck you, Doug. <laughs> okay, Dave. Cat gets offered a free vacation. Her two choices are Aruba or Barbados. Which one hmm. did she pick? Oh, hmm. Okay, I don't have an awful lot of thought process on this one. It's just going to be a guess of one or the other. I'm going to pick Aruba. Nah, nah. Fuck, you're terrible. Was there a reason? (laughs) Yeah, you know what? One for two. What was there a reason why you didn't pick Aruba? You know what's strange? It's like it's not that I hate on Aruba, but my parents have been to Aruba and they brought back some cons with them. Like I don't know if I go there again. The beaches were kind of filled with shells and and rocky. And I thought, okay, Barbados looks a little more, you know, sandy. It looks like I could maybe do a little sightseeing while I'm there. And I think Aruba, if I'm not mistaken, is one of those places you don't do. You're not. you, You don't leave the resort. Is that wrong? Okay. I think Aruba is actually one of the nicer it's islands. Okay. It's just on the wrong side. Well, this is what I mean. So I'd have to stick to a resort. Whereas Barbados, I can, I'm free to roam. It's on the western right. side of the Eastern Caribbean, if that makes sense. Sure. Fine. The, be- the Beach Boys sang all about it. Like, I don't understand how they, you know, they wouldn't pick that if it was a terrible place. Well, I believe it was, it was a different time, Dave. It was no, Jamaica fair. that ooh, they want to take you. <laughs> that was many, it's, many years ago. I think the song starts, Aruba, Jamaica, Jamaica. ooh, I want to take you to Bermuda. Baham. Why do I know this? Why what? do you how know that? <laughs> it's fucking weird. <laughs> like 80. I don't know if I told you this or not, but my son, who lives in Indianapolis, went to the Indianapolis State Fair last month. And he texted me from the concert and I said, hey, how's it going? Are you enjoying the show? And he's like, yeah, right now the Beach Boys are performing and the guy from Full House is on the drums. And I thought, no fucking way. You got to see the Beach Boys with John Stamos? 
He really didn't know who it was. He had to Google it. But all the girls were going crazy that Uncle fucking Jesse was drumming for the Beach Boys. He had no idea. He didn't know Uncle Jesse? No. Yeah. I know. Don't you hate this young generation? I'm disappointed. I hate him. Uh, <laughs> all right, Uncle Dave. Jesse or your son? I was trying to figure out. Wait, wait, wait. You hate him because he doesn't know John Stamos? At the time he John told Stamos? me that, it was both of them. Um, okay, so here's the scenario. Cat goes into the grocery store. She goes and reaches into the fridge. What goes to pull out some eggs and boom, carton falls on the floor. We got ourselves a dozen broken eggs here. Is Kat going to tell someone and offer to clean it up? Or is Kat going to pick it up and put it back on the shelf like nothing happened? Kat's going to pick it up and put it back like nothing happened. You think so? I don't think she's kicking it to the side with her foot and then being like, do, 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 and just walking away. I, I, okay, can I just, I'm going to put an asterisk on my answer. Oh, I, I got will, it wrong, didn't I? No, but I will tell somebody if there's someone around, but I'm not chasing an employee down to let them know about the eggs when I got to shop in that area. You make it sound like it's them that's inconveniencing you. You drop the fucking eggs. Well, you're the one who made a dozen egg do you know mess. How many broken eggs are there to begin with? Like it's just it'll just mingle with the other ones if I have to leave it there. They, the you just described a, you just described a scene at a super bad when McLovin goes in to buy the alcohol and he's super nervous and he drops the beer on the floor and then the uh, one of the staff walks over and goes, "Did you do this, sir?" And he goes, "No, no." And you really should clean it up. Somebody could get hurt. <laughs> the guy's like, "You're right." <laughs> so is that? Are you? Are you the McLovin in this situation? Get, are mean, you just? I get, if you clean it up. If someone's around, I will say something. It, it, the eggs are usually like in my grocery store anyway, by those big swinging doors where employees do come in and out of it. So I'll probably linger around and just check. But I'm not walking like the front of the store to let someone know I dropped an egg carton and then continue to shop. Somebody Ma'am. clean up my eggs, ma'am. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Do people call you ma'am yet? No, I no, not often. Really? But can I just say that I've been called ma'am at, as like a teenager? Really? Yeah, it's usually like. Were you outraged? Old, no. Really? No. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Why do you like sir? No, I just find that some people, women in particular, don't like to be referred to as I ma'am because ma'am, ma'am is an older type term. I I don't call anyone ma'am either. No. I no. If anything, it's. Uh, you know what? I, I don't even now I'm just I don't even want to say miss because I'm like, I don't know what you go by. What's your I don't know what your pronoun is. I'm just going to say, excuse me. Why can't you just say excuse me? I just call everybody player. <laughs> yeah. Not player. Hey, dog. <laughs> yo. Play. Hello. Yo. Egg cleaner upper. Get your ass over here. We got a problem in the egg section. So do you feel any guilt if you knock over those eggs then, Kat? Do you I, offer to pay for them? I mean, them? you know what? Mm. No. 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 I mean, oh, I, what? Wow. No, no. Holy shit. What? You just broke it's, a dozen eggs. Listen, yeah. Well, God, first of all, I didn't. For the record, I didn't break a fucking dozen eggs. Can we just? <laughs> We're really accusing happen. her of this, aren't we? Yeah, I like, saw I you. I didn't do it. I'm just saying, like, it. Ha- Hi, this is uh, Sobeys on Highland Road. We need the police here immediately. Accidents happen. <laughs> And especially when it comes to fragile things like eggs, there's a lot of broken ones. Haven't you guys looked through the eggs, open a cart and realize, oh, that's smashed to shit. I'll move that aside. What's the difference between that and moving Ooh. one aside, even if you didn't smash it? I just assumed are that you, you were there as, before me. Are you just as guilty? <laughs> <laughs> now oh, I, Kat was here. Look at all the broken eggs in this. Now I'm an egg smasher. Now I'm going to be known as an egg smasher. I don't drop eggs, guys. I don't mm, drop eggs. We don't know that. But if you check it, here's the question, though. 
don't get mad at me if you check it, the carton and there's broken eggs. Are you going out of your way to bring that to someone? Fuck no. You're moving it to a side or making sure that people know. That's why you put it right on top. So people maybe even open so people know. Don't do that. Don't waste your time looking through it. I think that's a nice thing to do. Okay. Well, I get it. You're not shooting off a flare gun. But if there's somebody <laughs> walking you know, in the aisle with you, do you say, hey, by the way, these eggs have... Of, uh, I don't broken into pieces. I don't. I mean, if I no. see one that's pre-smashed, what as when I get there? No, they've got other shit to do. Wow. And whoever's in charge of the dairy section knows full well what needs to be done. Checking on the eggs once in a couple hours is probably a mandatory part of that position. That's the egg uh, concierge. Yeah, that does the, that. the egg concierge <laughs> is on it, and I I trust that. I do. I I don't need to let someone know what their job is. I oh, do. I never, I just never thought Kat would be a bad grocery citizen. <laughs> like that's like, it's a community when we're there together. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You know, you want to, uh, you want to help them out a little bit. So somebody doesn't pick it up and get upset. They don't check the eggs and then they end up buying them and getting mad and then causing a scene. And I, I think it's just, it's just nice. If you notice it, see something, say something. Um, by the way, what would you do, Dave, if you were in the exact same scenario? You drop the eggs and, ah, oh, fuck, now we got a big mess. Are you running to grab a, somebody to clean it up? Are you trying to clean it up because they've got paper towel in the aisle just over there? Are, are you doing that? W- what's your go-to? Oh, I'd walk away. I don't pay for that. I'm yeah. not going to pay for <laughs> this shit. No. <laughs> uh-huh. no, the, no, the truth is I would I would pick it up. I would probably put it in my cart and, and bring it to someone and be like, hey, I dropped these. I, I don't know. I, I have a conscious. And you know what they're going to gonna say I don't know why. in their heads is like, oh, they're going to say it loud. Oh, thank you, sir. And in their head, they're going to go, what the fuck are you giving these to me for? What, what am I going to do with them? Yeah. <laughs> well, then I will go find the, the one responsible for the eggs. Who handles the eggs? <laughs> Bring them to me. Where's the egg concierge? <laughs> you know, the address is on the cart and you could go and find the mother and apologize. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I take it that far. I I'm know you worked hard farm. on these. I'm sorry. I've ruined them all. <laughs> I'm going to go to the chicken farm. I'm going to talk to the actual farmer. He's like, listen, I was at the grocery store at a place that is probably about 17,000 kilometers from this location. And I rode my bike the entire way to tell you that I'm sorry that I broke one of your eggs. Sorry for your loss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> condolences. My condolences. Thoughts and prayers. Oh, no. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> I don't know why you guys are doing this to yourselves. It's to me, it's very, very simple how you deal with this. What would you do? It, uh, honestly, honestly, because this is what happens. You got to salvage your own dignity, right? Because it's a weird look when everybody around knows. Fucking asshole just dropped a dozen texts. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. That's You're just a good standing question. Standing there in in shame yeah. with yoke all over your feet. It's gross. Who else is around you? I'm going to give you a different perspective in a second, but who else is around you? Does that influence what you do in that moment? Everything gets influenced yeah. by who else is around sure. you. So here's here's the, the correct answer. If you ever end up in that situation, you've opened the door. You've just ruined a dozen eggs. There's some <laughs> devastated chickens and roosters somewhere. It's awful. <laughs> what you do is you don't tell anybody. You don't ask for help. You don't try and clean it up yourself. You don't try and put it back in the fridge. That's just fucking rude. What you do is you pick up that carton of eggs like I wanted them scrambled and you put it in your cart as normal. Then when you get to like the, I don't know, the international food section that nobody's ever in, that's when you, you take it out and put it oh, on the shelf. Oh, like, oh, that is so bad. And then just for dramatic effect as you're walking away or if somebody else does come down that aisle, you look at them like, some fucking asshole just put these <laughs> eggs on the and just left them there. Now that they're ruined. Diabolical.
tackle. What if it's what if a, like an old what if a senior walks by the egg yolks and slips and breaks a hip? That's on you. No, because there's usually like cones and stuff. <laughs> you just grab a cone no. from from the meat from section. Where? There's a cones in the meat section. It's from all the blood. There's <laughs> cones in the meat. So what are you? What where cones are you? In what like, section? I what swear to God, the last about? time I was at, I think I was at uh, uh, Longos. They have like those pylons, the cones, and and they Scott put them out with the mop crime the scenes. Apparently, this is wild. There's blood all over the floor and shit. <laughs> well, how the fuck do you think they get the steaks cut up like that? There's going to be blood. It was a roast at one point. It was an it's actual just, cow before well, that. It, it, I've never gone just, to a grocery store and seen pylons around a bunch of blood. On the floor. <laughs> yeah, they usually clean that up immediately, and they usually don't do the cuts in the middle of the floor. <laughs> they, don't, usually- they, they want us to not see it, actually. <laughs> Yeah, they try to avoid it as much as possible. Like, could you imagine they just grab a lobster out of the water and rifle it against the wall? (laughs) They don't do this stuff out in public. What are you thinking? Oh, my God. I'm going to give you a different angle on this. Okay. As somebody who used to work in loss prevention and security. Oh, that's right. There is never going to be a time in Dave's life where he doesn't find a way to bring that up. I love your resume, though. It's fascinating. Dave talks about his time doing loss prevention at Zeller's like he used to be a fucking cop. (laughs) Back back in my day. (laughs) When I was was a member of the squad. Yeah, when I was a member of the squad. Um well, the only reason I'm bringing this up is because there is a different angle, and that is the, the security who sees you on camera dropping the eggs and then <laughs> shuffling it with your foot and being like, oh, like we see that kind of stuff. Like I, it happens. We see it. So I, I think about that, and that's probably why I would do the do good or goody two shoes kind of way to go and find somebody and say, yeah, listen, I own up to this. I'm. This was a, an error. Uh, I dropped it. This was not intentional. I'm not vandalizing your store. <laughs> Here you go. Here, uh, my apologies. And then they just, you know, they, they put it in the loss category. Can you just make up puns? Like, ah, oh, cluck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I was having an excellent day until this happened. If I left this here I, and did nothing, I'd feel like a shell of a human being. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, the yoke's on you because I didn't want eggs anyway. <laughs> and not everyone's good at it either. You could go up and be like, sir, um, uh, omelet. <laughs> I don't understand why the eggs are here, but the produce is over there. How am I going to make this omelet? Yeah. It's true. That's when you grab a red pepper and throw it at the eggs. <laughs> it's true. If you've dropped a dozen eggs, you might as well go get some onions and peppers and call it a Spanish omelet. Yeah, there you go. Do you think the egg concierge is the same one that checks the international food aisle for discarded shit? <laughs> That's where everybody discards their shit at the grocery store. It's like, so oh, fuck, I don't need three cases of Pepsi. I just set it down in there with the black beans. Oh, people do it all the time. I mean, people do it all the time. As long as it's not something that needs to be refrigerated, I suppose. So the next time I go and look for a tikka masala sauce, I'm going to have to peek behind it to make sure that there's no broken eggs. Is that what you're telling me? Just check. You never know. Why is there yolk on this container? (laughs) They do things different in other countries, don't they? I was looking for egg noodles, and maybe this is a sign. <laughs> you just get them from the or- it's the origin story of the egg noodle. That's all it is. It's the actual egg. It's before and after. <laughs> oh, side by side. <laughs> oh, what the hell are we doing? Okay, so uh, let's go down to Kissimmee, Florida for a second, which is just heaven on earth. It's a great place. It's a great spot. 
Isn't it Kissimmee? How do you say it? Kissimmee. I thought okay. it was Kissimmee. Because if I say Kissimmee, it just sounds like I'm is in Italian like saying, to, like, come well, here. I always come here. Kissimmee. Hey, <laughs> hey Kissimmee. Kissimmee. Huh? Like your gross, your gross uncle. Like, hey, get over here and kiss me. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, there is, uh, uh, like, people actually live there. They don't just go there and go to the parks and go home again. There's people that live in Kissimmee, and they've got sports leagues for adults because they're trying to encourage athleticism and, and getting people out. And while they did have a really good thing going, great participation from the people who live in Florida and a lot of options because most of those sports you can play year round down there because the weather's great. One of the things that they've expanded into is clothing optional sports. In particular, the sport that has drawn a lot of interest from people who want to play in the nude, pickleball. They have, listen, if they said, yeah, we got like six people signed up for nude pickleball. I would have thought, yeah, all right, you found six degenerates that like to show off their junk or, or see their dicks swinging while they're playing a game. They've signed up 170 people for wow. this nude pickleball league. People are into it, so to speak. What's the draw? I'm trying to figure out. Like, you know, we have like the, the um, I can't remember if it's national or international bike naked day. Oh, yeah, that's that- an international thing. To me, that just feels uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I would, it's not about freedom and, and being free and nude and that. I'm like, it hurts to sit on a bike seat on the best of days and then doing it nude? Ah, not my thing. Okay. I don't know. I, I just don't know why we want to do pickleball naked. Well, what are, we, what are we gaining by doing it naked? Well, first off, sometimes it needs to breathe so you can get a little air on it. Oh, when's the last time you were outside naked, Dave? Oh. Oh. Uh, how old am I now? Um, <laughs> last Sunday. You referenced the Beach Boys, so you tell us. You know, I think, yeah, it was in Aruba, Jamaica. Uh, where else? Um, no, I l- actually legitimately think that the last time that might have happened was on vacation walking out onto my balcony okay. at, a, at a resort. Were you drunk and forgot you were naked or just didn't care that you were naked? No. Or you, you just thought everybody been? at the resort needed to see your your No, your it well no. It's covered efficiently. Um, but I think it would be to like to hang up like swim shorts or something like that. It's not a sexy story, I promise you. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, some people like other people to see them naked. And and that's fine. I don't understand it. It's not my jam, but I, I get it. There's other people who truly enjoy just being naked and they feel clothes are very restrictive. Uh, Clearly, there's 170 of them in Kissimmee that like to play pickleball or pickleball is just the sport that they happen to play. They just wanted to be able to do it nude. These are people that signed up for a league and paid their fees to play pickleball naked. But what's weird, though, is I was looking at some of the video. They've all got shoes on. That's kind of fucked up, no? I mean, I get safety first, but Jesus, you're supposed to be naked, and then you're wearing some Nike cross trainers. The only thing more awkward about being naked in public is being naked while wearing shoes in public. <laughs> exactly. So here's my How question. How is that somehow worse? How is that somehow worse? And the tan lines are going to be incredible. Can you oh, imagine? No. Here's my question. What other sports would or could be played naked? Because I'm thinking... I watched those beach volleyball championships last week. It was the Women's International Beach Volleyball Competition. Canada made it to the semifinals. It was great. They're hardly wearing any clothes anyway. It's true. So maybe beach volleyball would be a sport we could do naked. It's just the sand. 
I mean, ah, you, you shit, know what I mean? Right. Like, that stuff gets everywhere. That's the thing, you know? That's the only complaint I'd have is like the sand, though. Even with a bathing suit on, you still yep. get sand everywhere oh, if you go to the beach. Absolutely. It's like an invasive species. Sure it is. It'll find its way. So I think I would write that one off for that reason. But I know some people would like that. I, 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 Ice hockey? No. Well, you'd have your skates on. Oh, it's so cold. It's cold. I think I'm... Yeah. I'm wondering about the angle. Are we watching these sports? Are we talking about what we'd like to watch? Or play, are we talking play. about what we'd like to play? play. Okay, well, well, not necessarily I, you. Just from a practical standpoint, what sports could we do nude? If they can play pickleball, I got to think tennis naked is an option too. Darts is yeah. an easy one. Darts is great. Easy peasy. Until somebody just swings around too fucking fast. And takes one. Takes one. Yeah. That's not a good scene at all. Bowling. Could you bowl naked? I feel like you could actually, yeah. but would you wear the shoes? If you're in a naked bowling league, do you have to wear the shoes? I think you should. Yeah, I think it's the law. Nobody lets you, you get to. away with not wearing those shoes <laughs> no. from any bowling alley I've ever been in. Stop right there. Did you get your shoes? So I think I like, you got to wear your yeah. shoes. Yeah. Okay, but one thing I know about bowlers is when you go and throw your shot or your three shots, depending on how efficient you are at the game, you just go and sit back down again. Are we going to have like nine or actually i guess it'd be 11 nude people just sitting in public chairs while one person's throwing a ball because that doesn't seem right you should never put your bare ass on a chair that other people are going to sit on that's true that's very true so i'm I'm up next i'm just wiping down my ball (laughs) just putting this one through the polisher excuse me that weird little air fan <laughs> it's like you're what are you aiming at exactly <laughs> you just just rest over top of it oh there's that breeze i needed bobsled would that work i guess i, I, so. I think of that as i think of that as like motorcycle the, the, the you the reason you wear gear is so if you wipe out you're not going to rip your entire epidermis off so I would think bobsledding might have the same effect if you end up flying out of that little chute. Well, in this one, you get those three guys that are all like, run, 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 run. And then everybody jump in. And then all of a sudden you got, you got like three or four nude guys all train. huddled together. Yeah. Yeah. I don't okay, know. now I'm thinking like Olympic sports. What about curling? You could curl naked. Yeah, sure. But your knees, though, your knees would get all scraped up, wouldn't oh, they? Oh, that's right. Well, just wear the knee pads. That's There's nothing better than that look. Naked with knee pads. <laughs> you certainly wouldn't be the first one. Oh, nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, I will say, not to get into that area, but I've never had anyone say, hang on, let me just strap up my knee pads first. <laughs> I need to put on my protective gear. Hang on, I've got a wrist guard. I'm surprised you didn't offer. Like, this is going to take a while. You should put some knee pads on. <laughs> hang on, I've got a complimentary pair right here. <laughs> Goggles, knee pads, nose plugs. <laughs> Help you out here. Jeez. Bathing cap. What, what? I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. Uh, we got a complaint after last week's podcast, Dave. Uh, yeah, we did. Y- we got several, several complaints. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I actually can address that at the end if you'd like, if you have more topics or if we're wrapping up now, then I, I can do, do I, it now. I, I was actually good. I figure it's Friday and people have got shit to do and maybe they have to go yeah. back and listen to other so ones from earlier this week. Let's hear an apology and go okay. ahead. You have the floor. The- Thank you kindly, Kat. Here we go. Uh, This is the overall apologies for today. We apologize to the Raptors as I didn't join the team's lineup after the draft last night. We should apologize to corporate citizens of Burger King. We are available for endorsements. Please contact us immediately. Uh, That Impossible Whopper is delicious, by the way. Uh, Anybody who doesn't know Kat, we owe you an apology. Uh, Anybody who loves Aruba and doesn't hate it like Kat, um, we also should apologize to the Beach Boys. Beach Boys. Uh, (laughs) 
John Stamos also gets an apology this week. Uh, apologies to anybody who's dropped eggs at the store. We should apologize to good grocery citizens who would tell the truth. Uh, we also should apologize to people who are bad at puns. Anybody who might have seen me naked at a resort. People who want to bowl naked. Uh, and then this is the big one. We need to do a formal apology to anybody who was upset that we didn't apologize to Mike Tyson last week. That was outrageous. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah, surprised Spotify didn't delist us. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Zero stars. Uh, and then, sons of bitches didn't apologize <laughs> to Mike Tyson this week. It's not a valid podcast if they didn't. And then finally, as needed, we apologize to Mike Tyson for any no reason any in particular, but just because it's a good idea to be on the safe side. And because I missed it last week, I'm going to do it again. We apologize to Mike Tyson, not for any reason in particular, but just because it's a good idea. Well done. Well done. I like it. Guys, Sorry. have yourselves a fantastic first weekend of summer. Oh, uh, quickly here. You canceled everything just so you could chill tonight, Kat. Yeah, I mean, for, I'm excited to just kind of chill tonight. It's the first weekend of summer, like you mentioned. It's also like the first weekend where we have really good weather. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have noticed that, but it's been like hot here and there. But it's always been on weekdays. And when you get up at stupid o'clock, it doesn't help at all. But tonight's the night. I get to just chill. I'm going to spend it all outside. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be good. All right. How do you chill? Do you do a charcuterie board? What, it, what do you, you do? You know, Dave, you're absolutely right. I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. sure. Maybe a charcuterie board. Um, and on my wine, balcony, maybe? I'm going to put the fire on. Just relax. Hmm. You mean an outdoor fire? Out, of course, yes. Okay. All yeah, right. Not good, a maniac. Good. a lighter living room on yeah. fire. <laughs> Watch it burn. Honey, where's the newspaper? (laughs) (laughs) Why do we only have two dining room chairs left? What happened? (laughs) Cat's got a bonfire in the basement. I I don't want to create work for you, Dave, but go back and listen to yesterday's episode about Cat with a fire. She goes to 7-Eleven to buy her firewood. 7-fucking-11. They, a, first of all, do they sell firewood at 7-Eleven? That's what I wanted stealing, to know. Or are you just stealing things, Kat, that you call firewood? <laughs> That was inventory for sale. I'm the one customer. Yeah. Do you have a 7-Eleven near you? There's a few in like Waterloo Kitchener area. Uh, not immediately okay. close to me, but I just didn't. Do they, just what do they know. sell? Is it like in a like Candling? a lockup? Like where they candling really? and firewood? Yeah, right out front. It comes in it's, a bag, I assume. Uh, yes, it, yeah, it's not like so a search like, for yourself <laughs> kind of deal. No. Is yeah. it like a gas station that sells like the the propane tanks and the lockup cage and stuff like that? I they might have that too. Yeah, they might. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Dave, plans for this weekend? I'm now I'm obsessed to try to find firewood for Kat. <laughs> so she doesn't have to go to 7-Eleven. Going out to the forest. It's not usually as cheap as Canadian Tire, but the location's convenient. And it's always there because nobody realizes you can buy it. I'm the only one. Well, you know, I guess the it, good thing for you is that there's never going to be a shortage of supply no, for you. No, that's the best part. I go there and I don't have to worry about it. I wonder if they talk about it at 7-Eleven as employees. Like, look, fuck, she's, <laughs> she's back. <laughs> the wood lady's here again. <laughs> and then when she walks in, ma'am. <laughs> wood, wood ma'am. More wood for you, ma'am. I'm the wood ma'am. The wood ma'am. Do you do you show up in like like lumberjack like plaid and no. do you have do you have a no. pair of boots on no <laughs> no why, why not just play the part just walk in there one day and all you know with an axe yeah with an axe over your shoulder a pair of overalls and some 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 nice wranglers should I, wranglers. Act, should I act like I'm really out of my element in Seven Eleven? like oh what is this place like bring yeah bring binoculars and like everything stand in an aisle and stand up tall and 
you know, pull your binoculars out and be like, oh, I find myself a good redwood. Like, <laughs> Ma'am, that's a Slim Next Jim. You can, <laughs> yeah, you can just buy it. You don't have to cut it down. It's We'll just give it to you. Just please don't use your axe in this store anymore. Who hunted them rotating hot dogs? Was it you? <laughs> Where'd you find them? Grilling up some nourishment, huh? It's great when the <laughs> land provides for you. <laughs> Where'd you catch that weird $7 sandwich that's in a package over there? Well, good luck with the, the wood collecting. I want to read the news release. <laughs> Woman enters 7-Eleven with axe and creates a security incident. <laughs> and, then and then breaks the, eggs. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. I'm here to break the eggs, ma'am. <laughs> it's like, what? Why are you doing these things? Well, good luck with that hunt. Thank you. Dave, anything exciting this weekend? Going to go see Arkells for the uh, rally in Hamilton on Saturday. That's nice. uh, my big plan for the weekend. That's great. going to be great weather for that. That's outside, I assume? It sure is. Perfect. Love that. Cool. I have an interesting one tomorrow as my parents meet girlfriend's parents. Oh, is this has this not happened yet? Have yourselves a great weekend, oh, everybody. No, 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 we'll no, no, see no, you no, on you Monday. You can't do that. Oh. I think I I'm might have to be on the podcast on I'm Monday. I'm just saying that sounds like <laughs> a really nice setup for, I don't know, big question that could get asked in front of all your family that's important to you. I'm just saying, but I'm just saying that that would be a perfect time. And that big question is, does anybody want barbecue sauce on that? (laughs) (laughs) Have a great weekend. I will tell you about it on Monday. Okay, fine. All right. Bye. Netflix officially confirmed that they're going to add a cheaper version of their service that has ads. (laughs) A cheaper Netflix with ads. uh, Yeah, and they're going to call it Hulu. Due to a seed shortage, mustard could be in short supply this summer. <laughs> Luckily, every parent still has a barrel in the fridge that they bought from Costco in 1997. So that's, we're going to be all right. You guys hear about this? Uh, Toyota is recalling all of their new electric SUVs because there's a risk that all of the wheels are falling off while being driven. Toyota told the owners, drop off your car to be fixed. And the owner's like, uh, how about, can you come to us? I mean, what? Authorities in Oklahoma arrested an employee at a fast food restaurant this week after a customer found a small bag of crystal meth with their order when they had clearly ordered a large. The After 9 podcast is powered by Tony Johal. Broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.